You're listening to a Sin podcast. You can listen to this show live by tuning your radio to 90.7 or online at sin.org.au. You pro- you've probably already seen it if you're listening to this station. But um but yeah, Sin has 6 weeks to save the station. Will we do it or will we fail? We'll See, find out in 6 weeks. We're very grateful. We've already raised 3 no, I was going to say 300,000. That's not quite right. $30,000, which is, Got you know, him. it's nearly as big. But, you know, Sin is such a vital resource for people to uh, get their training, get their feet in the door. Exactly. It's a really important pathway into broadcasting for a lot of young people because if if you somehow didn't know, Sin is the station that is primarily, entirely, almost run by 12 to 25-year-olds. Primarily entirely. (laughs) I don't know what the board does, but everyone who's involved in the day-to-day Sin operations is aged between 12 to 25, Mm -hmm. which is really cool. And we've got 300,000 monthly listeners, not 300 monthly listeners. 300 (laughs) monthly listeners. They all listen to represent. Guys, if all 300 monthly listeners donated (laughs) $1,000, we might be okay. We might be good. But But over a million people have heard of Sin. I didn't know that. That's cool. Really? That's crazy. Oh my God, we're famous, kind of. I know. So, yeah, yeah, we've got six weeks to save the station and you can donate. We're asking for community crowdfunding um, and we're obviously super grateful to everyone who has already donated, including both of us. Yeah. (laughs) And, guys, Um, I do want to mention that all donations over $2 are tax deductible. Keep that in mind. Yeah. And you can donate at givenow.com.au forward slash save S-Y-N. Which is sin. Yes. In case you didn't know. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you would write S-I-N. But yeah, because yeah, I thought the funny thing was as well is because we got the news a little bit earlier than sin releasing it to the public. Like 12 hours. Like 12 but... hours before, but it was they released it like right after our show on Tuesday. I know, it was really quite bad timing for us. I thought that was... I thought that was a shame because we could have gotten started, like, right away. Yeah, we, like, you know, we know how we did in Radiothon. Yeah, so, look, like, I'm, I'm going to say, I think we easily pumped Radiothon up quite a lot. We should we, get John Pesuto back. <laughs> can, oh, we should. That'd be great. He did make us a pretty banger video it was for Radiothon. Good. It was good. We smashed that video. But, um, yeah, so... Radiothon was interesting, and we've already raised three times as much as Radiothon, and it hasn't even been a week. Exactly. So So let's keep that momentum going. Yeah, that doesn't mean we can sleep on it. We need to keep going. So having said that, we will take a short break for a song. Oh, what song are we listening (laughs) Uh, to? We're going to listen to Happiness is an Eight Ball by Georgia Gets By. Oh, we should mention we're actually on for the next two hours, so we do actually have have time to play music. We do actually have time to play music, which is crazy. It's so exciting. Um, but we're, yeah, and we're still on Tuesdays as well. So yeah, you got three, three hours, hours of represent. And actually, Sin's doing a 24-hour oh, yeah. marathon broadcast from 10 a.m. tomorrow to 10 a.m. Sunday. We are all 24 hours of that broadcast. <laughs> <laughs> we just get slowly more delirious. Yeah. Um, no, represent is on from 2 until 4 tomorrow afternoon. With some very special With guests. With some special guests, Mimi and George. George from last year are both coming on. Um, so we're super, super excited to get them back. That'll and be awesome. We are going to have a great chat then. 
But after this song, we're going to have even more great chats now. We are just going to be unstoppable this week. Anyway, you are listening to Represent. Stay with us. We'll be back so soon you won't even know we were gone. Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the Sin HQ and studios stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Search SYN underscore media to catch up on our Sweet 16 high rotation... Represent. Represent on Friday, the Friday edition. Friday edition. Um, for anyone who has not listened to our show before, yeah. we are the politics show. We discuss the, the world of politics. The world of politics. Sometimes the world of news, sometimes the world of weekends. Yes. Given, given that we are on a Friday, I think we can actually talk about our week now. Yeah, we can. Bridie, how's your week been? My week has been... Quite busy, actually. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to? It's our first week back after the break, so things are a little bit crazy. Oh, yeah, because you had your mid midterm break. After like, week yeah, nine of that's, 12. That's so crazy. weird. So I had, like, an assignment due on Monday night, so my kind of weekend was spent doing that, and then I had, you know, normal. I have a very full day on Tuesday and Wednesday, so, like, that was just busy, busy, busy. Yeah. Um, and then I had... Yesterday there was I'm house sitting at the moment and there are some friends of the one of the kids that lives in the house that I'm sitting in they were staying there last night so that was a bit like oh okay visitors and then now we're here now we're here um and <laughs> I'm going to the MSO tonight oh yeah that's right for Star Wars yes and my teacher is actually playing in it which is exciting and not Sammy J. No, disappointing. I'm pretty devo about it because I keep seeing it on his Instagram, and it looks it's just so good. It look it looks. He posted that photo with like all the different comedians that were with him on one of the yes. previous ones, and I'm like, that is so cool. I'm so excited because um Naya and I are going to it tonight. Yes, and obviously. That, and uh, by the way, Naya uh, was going to come, but she slacked out on us because I think work. Metro slacked it, slacked on her, and I then it was her work. Was it her work or <laughs> that Metro? Ran over. Oh, either way, Metro sucks. Yeah. But, um... <laughs> Don't catch us defamation. We love trains. No, nah, Metro sucks. No. if they were a little bit more reliable. It is my personal, honestly held opinion that Metro is <laughs> very spotty in that their service. That is not the opinion of Sin. No, it's just my opinion. Yeah. But, um, no, um, Metro, and love you. now that ya. Freddie's scored us a defamation suit, please donate to Sin. <laughs> Give um, now. Because we really want to stay on the air. Yeah, we've got a whole bunch of taglines here we can say. Well, off you go. Oh, here we go. Oh, no, I, I lost them, actually. Where oh, did they mate. go? Oh, here we go. Keep Sin on the air. I, Bridie really liked this one. I Don't let that. Sin 90.7 go to heaven. That's a that's a fun one. I didn't one. love it that much. Where are you looking at these? Um, it is on page oh, there it is. eight of our twelve-page handbook on yes, I found it. Sin dying. <laughs> Hopefully not though. <laughs> We're twenty years young. So let's get 20 more years in there, you know? <laughs> That's two separate dot points. Tick, tick. We're, we're too old to die young. That's like a song title, isn't it? I've never heard <laughs> Oh, it's that. a TV show. It's a TV really? show. Yeah, it's, it's, there's oh, a TV okay. show called Too Old to Die Young, I think. But yeah. So, um, so, um, our um, 
team of represent crack journalists. Crack team of journalists is Bridie just yeah, googling right. it's it. It's a crime drama. Never seen it, but um, me neither. It's not on sin, and I don't actually consume any media that is not sin. Ninety point seven FM That's plus very digital radio. Of you. Plus sin.org.au plus the community radio plus app, and I do not do I do not visit any other website that is not givenow.com.au <laughs> forward slash save sin. That's S Y N for sin. By the way, we're currently at thirty thousand. Seven hundred and sorry, thirty thousand eight hundred and sixty dollars. Just donate another hundred dollars. No, well, technically, I put it under your name, so. Oh, okay. Well, I'm here's your debit back. card back, by the way. Oh, this is just like a radiothon. <laughs> exactly, but yeah. Um, dig deep, guys. Every dollar counts. Let's get into it. Let's let's keep sin on the air. Let's do it. Because otherwise, you can't hear about Bridie's busy week. Yeah. Well, what happened in your week? So basically, after represent on Tuesday, obviously they released the news. Mm. Um. So I've been crying from Tuesday night until about twenty one minutes ago when we got on the air. <laughs> Gee, you really just turned it yeah, off no, like a tap. Yeah. No. It was too. It, I, like I'm holding it back right now. It's difficult. I it's difficult that. to hold it back. But in between all of the tears I did uni um yeah and you weren't too disruptive sobbing I, in the back well they did have to kick me out a few times but we got <laughs> we, I'm we just got giving there. an artist's impression we, we got there but Bridie's actually really choked up about it yeah. um <laughs> but yeah um what uni um I had work crazy crazy times um any- earning money so that you can just like feed it straight through to sin. The journal, it doesn't yeah. even hit your bank account anymore. It just goes straight in. Exactly. Like my, I've, I've asked them to direct all of my pay slips directly into <laughs> sin's bank accounts. Um, but that is like, if you do want to direct your bank, your pay slip to sin's bank account, you can do it through givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. All donations over $2 are tax deductible. So, yeah, so good thing really to keep in like mind. If you really want to be like a good Samaritan, you could just donate like $22. Yeah. Or you could just donate, like, a big sum and then get the government to pay. Or you, or you could match every donation so far and donate $30,860. Far out. That's crazy we've raised that's that much. That's a lot of money. That's, that's amazing. That is a... That if you were to convert those dollars into people, as in 30,860 people, that would be a tenth of the amount of people that listen to Sin. So I think every if every person just donated a dollar... Since we have 300,000 monthly listeners. Mm. If everyone donated a dollar. That's a really weird way of saying, can everyone just donate? <laughs> can everyone just donate to Sin? Um, so, yeah, I kind of just cried a lot. And yeah, well, I'm now sure I'm you're here. quite dehydrated. So, yeah, you know, no, it's... It's lucky but, that you don't have a water bottle sitting in front of you. Thank God, because we're not allowed that in the Sin studios. You are, you're allowed water. We're allowed water. We're not allowed anything else. Voila. But what... Hydro homie, you know? What? Have you never seen that? No. It's like, I don't know, it's like this weird water fandom that's just spawned out of nowhere and they call themselves hydro homies. It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird. There's a subreddit. Oh, Stay no. hydrated homies. Is that actually a subreddit? What do they even post? Well, I don't know. Well, I'm checking it. Yeah, so, me too. Um, oh, people are complaining about water and then people on hydro homies are saying, how dare they complain about water? <laughs> So interesting. Um, I what the hell? There's a photo from the Mountain Dew subreddit that's just like a fridge full of Mountain Dew, and someone on the Hydro Homies subreddit said this is an actual nightmare. <laughs> Reddit is crazy. Um. Anyway, I back to politics. They're a bit too much into water. I mean, water's pretty good. Water's great, but 
I'm not going to go posting about it every day. Were you day. ever one of those kids that was like, I don't like water? No, but my cousin was. In fact, he oh. said he was allergic to water, but I thought it was so funny because instead of drinking water, he drank lemon cordial. Which is like... I don't think he realised. Yeah, I don't but think he realised. I it do is... love lemon cordial. Oh, it is delicious. Maybe he was just drinking, like, the concentrates. <laughs> <laughs> For a while, the first time I ever went and bought cordial, because obviously I only ever had it at, like, birthday parties for years. Yeah. The first time I ever went and bought cordial, I thought my mum was so wrong for, like, trying to mix it with water. I was like, no, no, no. That's like, not we how you drink, do it. We drink cordial. Like, it's cordial. Um, and she was like, no, Bridie, what the hell are you on about? What, what like, is wrong? it's mixed with water. And then I tried it and I was like, oh, okay, fair enough. That probably explains, that explains why, um, Bridie was going through so much cordial. <laughs> she was, oh, she was filling the whole cup with like the concentrate. Yep. That, I've never I, done I that. But yeah, I would have, but caught me. That's great. Uh, anyway, shall we talk about politics? I'm just looking at the Hydro Homie subreddit. Yeah, well, while you do that, I'm going to say um, <laughs> we would really love some more donations to Sin. Yeah. Just so that we can spend more of our lives talking about Hydro Homies, talking about Cordial, wasting our time of our beautiful two-hour show. I could get used to this time slot. This you is know? this is lovely. This is lovely. I feel so, so relaxed. I think you know we've got. Sal in the other room, who is the content manager at Sin, very dedicated, very great at their job. I think, like, they should be, they're probably listening right now. That's what the headphones are for. Right. Sal, look how good we're doing in our two hour time slot. (laughs) (laughs) We are slaying. But yeah, let's get into some politics. And, you know, if you get bored, head over to givenow.com.au slash save sin. And by then, we'll probably be on another tangent and you can come back and listen to more Hydro Homies. Probably. We'll we'll do a, instead of playing music, we'll just read Hydro Homies posts. (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) But anyway, Bridie. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I thought you were going to do a segue. Oh, I can, no, I can sorry. think of one. Okay, Bridie, it's really hot in here. I wonder why. Oh, that works too. That's not what I was going to say. Why is it so hot in here, Bridie? I, I thought you were going to say something about water and, like, water shortages. Well, it's also and... probably because Sin can't afford an aircon, but also, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> and if you think we should have an aircon, donate. <laughs> give we're not going to spend it on an aircon, guys. We're not going to spend it on an aircon. We're going to spend it on training some amazing up-and-coming Melbourne talent to and become incredible broadcasters. paying our staff. Yeah, the yeah, exactly. Who are, who actually do work very hard and they're yes, very great at their do. jobs. And that is the stuff if you go to like a primary school or anything that um has done like a sin excursion because that's what the media learning team is. Right. They do like excursions for primary schools where primary schools come in and, and they do their there. radio show. That's schools on air. Um yeah, they're very talented people, so let's try and help them keep their jobs, please, because they're great at it. Okay. Anyway, yeah, it's really hot in here. <laughs> What's going on? Um, well, it's actually, if I said gobsmackingly bananas, what would you think about? I would think of bananas, probably. Yeah, me too. You know gobstoppers? Yeah. Now, now I'm thinking of those. <laughs> um, well, the climate, according to Z- Zeke, housefather of the Berkeley Earth Climate Data Project, uh, in his professional opinion as a climate scientist, this month was absolutely gobsmackingly bananas. I Okay, now that I've got it in context, I do agree with him. It was really hot. <laughs> and weird. Yeah. Like, just in the last week, we've had fires and floods in Victoria and, and it, New South Wales. I was going to say it's October, but no, this was happening in September, was which September. is so abnormal. Like it's bizarre. It's, it's abnormal. It's very weird. So September was 0.93 degrees above average. Oh so God. there's actually a graph on the BBC, 
what the hell am I saying? The BBC website of all the Septembers from 1940 to, to this year. And it's like until about 2005, they're colder than average. And then they start to get warmer and they're all warmer and they're all warmer. This September is like more than double the height of all the other Septembers in the past. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> like it's crazy. That is huge. Yeah. So it's every other um, September has not been up to 0.5 degrees above average. And this is almost one degree. I mean, that definitely makes sense because it was like it was it was pretty nice. I'm not going to lie. I appreciated it. But it was also really dry. Yes. Like I was like. There was like no rain. Yeah. There was, and everyone yeah. had hay fever and like all the problems that come along with it being hot were there. Yeah. Um, especially in Europe, which was actually 2.5 degrees over the long-term average temperature. Oh, wow. Sorry, 2.3, not 2.5. Still, that's a lot. But yes, still <laughs> Wow, a lot. okay. Um, 2023 is now set to be the warmest year on record. Um, scientists, obviously the kind of thing we're trying to keep under is 1.5 degrees now. We've given up yeah. on the one degree. But we're trying to keep under 1.5 degrees average global heating since the Industrial Revolution. Is that what we're going to do every time we fail at the goal? Just move it up slightly? It appears that way. <laughs> okay. Um, so scientists think it will stay under 1.5, but we will beat 2016 as the hottest, or we have actually beaten 2016 as the hottest year ever by 0.05 degrees Oof. for the year to the end of September. So like wow, from last okay. September to this September. It was hotter than 2016, which is the hottest year on record. Yeah, wow. Okay. Jeez. I mean, that makes sense because yeah. I, I mean, look, my memory ain't great, but I don't remember 2016 being unbearably hot. <laughs> At least. I mean, I was 12, so. Then I would I would have been 13. So, yeah, so I don't remember. <laughs> I, I was probably playing like Clash of Clans or something. I, I don't think know. it was hot. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what I was doing in 2016. Um, well, I was graduating school, but I don't remember it being that hot. These are the tangents we're talking about. <laughs> yes. This is why we should always have two-hour shows. This is why we should take over this studio, uh, this station. We're doing our speaking own 24-hour broadcast. Yeah, speaking of this station, um, while this is going to be, I don't know if this is a good segue, not a segue, but this year it's is going, this year is going to be the hottest year on record. Which coincides perfectly with this being Sin's poorest year on record. Why does that coincide perfectly? So exactly? please donate s um givenow.com.au or forward slash give uh, sorry save syn. Yes, or the other link you could use oh. is syn.org.au forward slash donate. And I would like to give a cheeky shout out to Brad Knight three minutes ago. Donated $103. Thanks, man. Yeah, Brad. Appreciate it. Brad, why did you donate? Hit us up at at sin represent. I'm jumbling my words. Yeah, I know. We both kind of lost our ability to talk. (laughs) It's because it's so dry. The throats are dry. Yeah, true. At sin represent on X, Instagram, threads as well. I've posted on X and threads today. I am yet to do an Instagram post, but it is coming soon. Why are we calling it X Twitter? It's Twitter. It it is never going to be X for me. Formerly known as Twitter. Exactly. But yeah, um, I see here that the Pope said something interesting about it being so hot. Yeah, well, that was actually a few years ago. Uh, Oh, okay. Well, no, it was an update to an encyclical from 2015, which is a document aimed at Catholics worldwide. Like, Um, Like a newsletter? 
Well, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm not uh, Catholicism. It's a papal letter sent to all... Yeah, it's a newsletter for the bishops of the church. Um, So he updated his 2015 encyclical. Mm -hmm. Encyclical? What do you reckon? Encyclical. Yeah. Um, Warning that the world we live... Sorry, the world in which we live is collapsing. And he was calling for irresponsible Western lifestyles to change. Damn, all right. So, I mean, this paper's kind of had quite strong language in certain points as well, actually. There was a speech he did about inclusivity a while ago, last year or maybe the year before. I think I That was might... quite notable. I think but... I remember what you're talking about. Well, they do call him, like, one of the most progressive popes we've ever had, which, of course, makes sense because yeah. it is, like, the 2020s. Um, but, yeah, so it doesn't surprise me. It's cool to see progressive pope out here. <laughs> Yes. So, <laughs> lefty Pope. Le- lefty Pope. But yeah. Um, what do you. Yeah. I'm just looking up to see if I can find this speech, but no, it's not coming up. Anyway, um, yes. So the Pope has issued quite strong words, um, yeah. which is, you know, nice to hear. Um, and we've got another COP coming up. So what, the, what is a COP? The Climate Conference of the UN that happens each year. Okay. We're up to COP28 this year. So they start in Dubai, which is possibly a little bit ironic. Yeah. Um, in late November. So, we, you know, we're starting the countdown now. We're getting excited. Um, more than 80 countries are pushing for a phase-out of fossil fuels to be on the agenda. Right. So okay. 80 is a lot. You know, there's not heaps of countries in the world. I I would love to know, is Australia one of those 80 countries? Because I can't imagine that it is. I would be shocked. I'm going to look up quickly what those countries are. Yeah. Um, you do that and I will keep talking. Yeah. So, good idea. But obviously leaders of the biggest emitting countries, including Joe Biden and Xi Jinping, were absent from a summit convened by Antonio Guterres, the UN Secretary General in New York last month. So, you know, that's not super surprising because their economies are so dependent on um, the fossil fuel industry. So we've also got fossil fuel companies lobbying hard against any climate action, also according to Antonio Guterres. What a surprise. I know. It's almost like they're defending their interests. It's almost, yeah, it's almost like they have a vested interest in fossil fuels yeah. that they really want to protect. Yeah, it's like that's kind of their lifeline. Is that even news at that point? Because no, of course they're, they're going to... Yeah. Of course they're going to refute it. Yeah. And interestingly, well... Not that surprisingly, to be fair, but we've seen particularly Saudi Arabia has had quite a big (laughs) recent investment in football, a.k.a. soccer. Saudi Arabia has kind of been getting around all sport. Yeah, a lot of different things. Like, I think Live Golf was very controversial. That was a Saudi project. I missed that. but Oh, it was um, like a really controversial golf league and they're merging with the PGA now, which is like the big golf league. Yeah, I've heard of the PGA. I'm not super big on golf, to be very honest with you. Um, but sorry to disappoint any uh, golf devotees listening in. My dad is crying right now. Oh, sorry, Freddie's dad. Um, <laughs> so people are basically saying that the huge recent investment in football is part of a strategy aimed at increasing its influence and international standing and muting its opponents. Although I'm not really sure how that would mute anyone, but, you know, yeah. worth a shot. <laughs> So, 
I'm trying to find the countries, the 80 countries. Mm-hmm. I can't find, like, a list, but I'm seeing a lot of certain countries going against this um, phasing out of fossil fuels, and I'm right, noticing okay. quite a big trend, and the trend is that they are all countries that benefit very heavily from fossil fuels. So who have you got? So we got Russia. Not surprising. They export a lot of oil. Mm-hmm. Um, we've got Russia. I had a few more. Um... US and Saudi Arabia aren't necessarily going against it, but I wouldn't be surprised if Saudi Arabia was definitely going against it. But the US, I can't find any sort of stance on, but they also do benefit a lot from oil. Mm-hmm. So, like 80 countries, like it, there aren't a lot of countries like in the world, but still there's more than 80. And I'm yes. guessing the, the ones that aren't part of that 80 are like the really big producers. And of course, we have a very big vested interest in Australia with coal. Mm-hmm. So, I doubt we're going to go along with this plan really yeah <laughs> which is a shame because we are a very polluting nation yes we really are um so climate change you know it's it's a big crisis it really is um so global temperatures are expected to rise even higher because of the impending el nino um, which, you know, we've just had announced a couple of weeks ago. We talked about it on the show. We did. Uh, listen back to our show on Omni or Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and while you're online... While you're online. You know where you could go? You could Freddie, go. where could you go? You could go to givenow.com.au slash save sin. That, of course, S-Y-N. And you could help keep us on the air. And I do want to give a shout out to someone who did just do that. Bridget Connor, 31 seconds ago. Wow, you were on the ball. $30. Thank you very much, Bridget. Every dollar counts. Every dollar is so meaningful to us. So donate. Givenow.com.au slash SYN and you'll get a shout out on air. Yeah, we will shout you out. It'll be so great. So... Deputy Director of the Copernicus Climate Change Service, Dr. Samantha Burgess, said that two months out from COP28, the sense of urgency for ambitious climate action has never been more critical. So this is super important to note because we've also had quite a lot of um, approvals in Australia by Tanya Plibersek, the Environment Minister, Mm. for new fossil fuels projects. Um, So that's been quite controversial over the last couple of months, I have read a bit about that because I believe that she's actually approved more than have been in the past. Yes. I can't remember what the exact time frame was. Yeah. Um, I did remember that being very controversial. We've got our crack team yeah. of represent <laughs> journalists onto it. Um, you know, t- well, Tony Blubisok has been making just like a little bit of news recently anyway. Has she? Gener- a-, a little bit, yeah. About what? Um, well, about that mainly. Oh, okay. <laughs> But um, but yeah, yeah I know no, that. It's, but... There we go. Um, but yeah, well, it is. A, environment is, of course, like one of our biggest concerns at the moment. Yeah. So, coal mine approvals in Australia this year could add 150 million tons of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere. So that's quite a lot. That is a lot. I wonder where that would rank in terms of like Australia compared to the rest of the world. Yeah. True. But um, I wouldn't be surprised if we were one of the bigger ones. I think we might be... Okay, so I said 150 million tonnes. Mm-hmm. I just Googled Australia admissions, not emissions. <laughs> Australia admissions. CO2. So, wait. Oh, this is per person. National. Um, okay, so 
emissions in the year to March 2023 were 466 million tonnes. So Jesus. 150 million, that's like a th- th- third. Third in the world? Yes. No, a third. A third. Wow. So that could add a third of our existing <laughs> emissions. Sorry, that my we, brain did not want to do that. We really do need to do better as a country. Yeah, cause it's quite embarrassing. Where Australia is genuinely a laughing stock yeah. in terms of environment and in terms of emissions. Speaking of laughing stocks, sin could be one <laughs> if we die. <laughs> so please donate oh. to us. <laughs> at syn.org.au Thank you very much. Yeah. Donate. And you can be like Heather Riley, who donated $52 just around half an hour ago. Thanks, Heather, for keeping Sin on the air. Beautiful. Um, that, that is great. Maybe they'll pump us up on, like, Wall Street bets or something. What? <laughs> That's where they pumped up, like, the GameStop stocks and all those, those ones, like, ages ago. Oh. Remember how, like, they shorted all of those... Um, yes, that was weird. That, well, okay. I didn't really understand that, to be honest. No, I didn't completely understand it either, but my friend is, like, a massive... Like, he's really into stocks and he's very good at it. Um, so Imagine if that... Sorry, no, this is going to be a mean comment, but, like... <laughs> say it anyway. Personality oh. trait into stocks. Oh. Like, seriously? You know his favourite movie is probably The Wolf of Wall Street. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> but, yeah, um... And he kind of explained it to me, and I still didn't totally get it, but I just remember it being a big deal. Actually, there's a movie coming out about that. Uh, the GameStop stocks thing. Yeah. It, People need to find better things to make movies about. No, they do. We, we, they can make the 17th Iron Man movie or something instead. Oh, I'd rather GameStop stocks movie than another Marvel movie, I'm not going to lie. Big call. Yeah, I Don't know. Don't get us sued by Marvel. Uh, sorry, guys. If you, if anyone wants to debate me, uh, you can reach us at givenow.com.au slash save sin. That's S-Y-N. And as a second port of call, we are at sin represent. Yes. That's S-Y-N represent on uh, X, formerly known as Twitter. Twitter. And Threads. And what's the other one? Instagram. Hey, Bridey. Hey, Freddie. Guess who just donated? Um, you. Ben Golding. Oh. Thank you very much, Ben. <laughs> that is Bridey's brother, is dad. it? Dad. Sorry. Dad. <laughs> um, yeah, Bridey's dad. Thanks, Bridey's dad. Jeez, <laughs> um, you're better than my parents. They haven't donated anything to send the greedy bastards. <laughs> But, um, thanks, Bridie's dad. <laughs> um, interesting. This is, well, this is my pr- the pressure I'm putting on my parents. Get on with it, guys. They're probably not listening. Maybe but, um, you should send them a text. Maybe exactly. It's or like guys recording. Guys, we've got to beat Bridie's parents. Come on. <laughs> but yeah, you um, know what? I think we should do, Bridie. Do you think we should go to a song? I think we should go to a song. I think should we should chill out. We should give some people to donate at givenow.com.au/slash/save-sin. Yeah, and this way, if you donate now, you actually won't miss any content. Exactly, and you'll get your name read out at the end of the song. Exactly, which is pretty good. So, this is Blush by Mastem. You're listening to Represent. Stay with us because we have got so much more to talk about in our next hour and 17 minutes of show. Welcome back to Represent. That was quite a groovy song. I'm not going to lie. And speedy. Yeah. And the good thing is, so basically this is part of our Sweet 16 playlist, which is all about elevating local artists and -and up-and-coming talent. And that is one of the many, many many things that Sin does. Yeah, so Sin, it's a place where we get to play the music that we want to play. Exactly. But we also get to play the music that you want to hear. You could say it's where young people run the show. 
Sin slogan. <laughs> I, you know what we should get? I wish I knew how to use this bloody program on this computer. Jazz Law? Yes. Maybe we could afford a better one if we actually <laughs> save ourselves. Because Freddie and I, we made a sweeper for Represent oh. earlier in the year. Oh, people aren't going to know what a sweeper is. It's a promo. It's yeah, a promo for a Represent. Promo. Yeah. And it was so good. And it played one day after our show. And it was just great. And now I don't know how to put it on because it sounded so fun. And we like say all these cool things. Yeah. We're like, if you're listening, if you're, if thinking, you're thinking about, about it, it we're, we're talking, talking about, about it. it. Like, hey, we were so good. Well, Sal was the one that put that on because that was one of our, um, well, I was going to say one of our, like, we've done multiple of them. It was the one time we pre recorded a show. Um, yes. That's so, Sal, true. if you're listening, can you come in during the next song and show us how to play that? <laughs> Um, we but want I, to know. I do want to give a quick shout out to Evie Johnson, who gave us $10 to help keep Melbourne's 12 to 25-year-old station alive. Thank you so you much, go, Evie. Evie. Uh, we really appreciate it. And if you want Maybe to be like Evie. Maybe Evie by, um, what's his name? I don't know what you're talking Evie, about. the song. Um, this is uh, what we're talking about uh, when we play the songs that young people want Stevie to play. Stevie Wright. Stevie Wright? Yeah. We should. Maybe, maybe can we queue it up? <laughs> uh, no, I don't know how to use this computer. <laughs> Dedicated to Evie Johnson. If you want to be really cool like Evie and also Bridie's dad donated before the break. Thanks, yep. Bridie's dad. <laughs> GiveNow.com.au forward slash save sin. Otherwise, we'll be gone in six weeks. Yeah, and what will you do without us? What will us you do your, without us? And what will the over 300 volunteers of sin who mm. create some really incredible content, may I, may I say? We do. What are we going to do? We're gonna have. We're not gonna be heard anymore, and we're yeah. not gonna be able to elevate youth issues like we do on this show. So that is yeah, so true. we have interviewed some pretty big politicians as well, and we've made we sure have. they've heard the things that young people want to hear about. We have asked some great questions. What has been your favorite interview that we've done, Freddie? My favorite interview. Oh, I'm trying to think. Okay, look, I would. I it would. I. I do want to say Sammy J was great, and mm-hmm. but like no offense, Sammy J, you you aren't a politician, but yeah. also I did learn a lot from Sammy J. So I think he's definitely been one of my favorites. But I got to say, when we interviewed John Pesuto, who is the deputy liberal leader of Victoria, I thought that was just such a big, amazing get for us, and he was mm-hmm. so great to talk to yeah. as well, and great to have in the studio. And he got right behind Radiothon when we ran it yeah, a few months ago did. as well. Um, it's so hard to pick just one. It really is. I don't know. What What would you... What would you, Do you have one? I don't know. I find it hard too. I loved having Samantha Ratnam on last year. Yeah. She was really lovely. But also, um, you know, friend of the show, Matt Bark. Matt Bark. Great guy to chat to. Who then resigned a week after being on our show. I know, which I was a little bit devastated about. I and I believe... don't know if I'm going to emotionally recover. Yeah. I can't <laughs> believe he didn't give us the scoop. Right? Like... Disappointing. It was, it was just meant to be, but you know who I would wasn't. want to interview. Who? Yeah, who's your bucket list? Well, Don't obviously. Say Albo. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my bucket list. Oh. I I would love to interview Jane, who gave us thirty one dollars just half oh. a minute ago. Thank you very much, oh my God, Jane. You're really, just going ham on this give now website. Yeah, I've got it open because you know we do appreciate every single dollar everyone gives us. Do you have it set to like reload every ten? Seconds? Does it not auto reload for you? Because no. that's what it does for me. Oh well, whatever. Um. So yeah, thanks so much, Jane. Appreciate it. Um. We do appreciate every single dollar. GiveNow.com.au/slash save sin. But you know what some people didn't appreciate? 
Well, what a good segue. What a great segue. Tell me, what I know. did people not appreciate? Because I think people really like to appreciate things. So, yeah, but some people didn't appreciate some comments that world fa- world famous Australia famous journalist yeah. Ray Martin said a couple days ago. So if you don't know who Ray Martin is, he is quite a massive journalist. He's sort of been out of the game for a little bit recently. Right. If you just, do- why is that just... Um, I think he might have, I actually don't 100% know, but if you live in a regional area, you might have seen one of his news specials that is done recently on Prime 7, which is the 7 regional affiliate. Um, He's been doing a bit of those, but he hasn't really been in like, I feel bad saying not in the mainstream, because he kind of is. He's a multiple gold Logie winner. Yeah, he's pretty huge though. But basically a few days ago, he did attend a Yes Rally. Um... Yeah, a Yes rally in Sydney at the the Marricksville Factory Theatre, um, where he had Which, some... Which, actually, sorry, that's Albo's Electorate, I believe. It is Albo's Electorate, and Albo was also there. Oh, there you go. Um, so there we go. But um, he kind of launched into the no voters... Which was quite interesting. He had some choice honest, words. I think he's a bit unoriginal. Because I... <laughs> you know what he's saying? He's actually saying exactly what we said like a week ago. No, he did because a massive part of his In speech. Slightly, um, more we we said language. it a bit nicer than he was. Yeah. <laughs> well, he didn't talk specific. He didn't use these choice words. We'll go into it a little bit later. But basically, he was tearing into the whole no campaigns, don't no vote no. Mm. Um, their whole thing. And if you missed our show a couple of weeks ago, because we did talk about this, we both weren't big fans of the slogan. To say the least. Um, and basically, like, I feel like it doesn't matter where you sit in terms of voting yes or voting no. If you are actively advocating for ignorance in this election, and election referendum, I think that's pretty ridiculous and pretty yeah. pathetic, in my opinion. Yeah. Because... This is a very important issue. We have a referendum for a reason. Australians should be informed Yes. when going exactly. in to vote. And it doesn't matter whether you're voting yes or voting no. In this case, this don't no vote no is for the no campaign. Um, if you're voting no, like if you're voting yes, no shame on whichever side you're voting, but you should go in making an informed vote. Yes, exactly. That, so I think don't no vote no is quite honestly a disgusting slogan. It and is. I don't agree with it. And I think it's horrible that that is the kind of thing that any side would pump during a referendum, it's right? It's lazy and it's insulting. Exactly. And it's also just like, um, yeah, I just think it's ridiculous. But anyway, Ray Martin tore like, into that. We literally sit here for now three hours a week because yeah. we want people to learn about politics in an accessible way. Exactly. And, and I'd say we do a pretty good job. We do this for free. All of the SIN volunteers are unpaid. Yeah. And so um, if you want to send us a thank you, yeah. you can do that at givenow.com.au forward slash save S-Y-N. And just to just to sort of back it up a little bit, we, we're not getting any of that money, the no, volunteers. No, no. That's going straight to the station, and the station uses every dollar of it, and they use it extremely well. Yes. Um. So just to sort of just to say, we're just not just clear. we're not just getting that, and sin isn't just going to cut and run. Um. We, and all of the volunteers are slightly not struggling as much with cost of living. Well. But um, we we will be. Um. Yeah. yeah so he tore into that slogan, but what? Am I allowed to say the words on radio? The, the if I'm quoting word him, in the phrase? yeah. Let's say I, no. I'm not. I, I'm not allowed to. I don't think but, um, so. Sorry. <laughs> but um, so basically, Ray Martin in his sort of speech about don't no vote no, he tore into no voters, 
and called them dinosaurs and blank heads. Complete the <laughs> sentence yourself. Um, but either way, he had some very choice words. Um, and of course, the, the crowd he was pre- uh, performing it in front of were very supportive of this mm. um, because it was a yes rally. But of course, there's been a lot of people, and on, on both sides as well, I've seen, who have said this is pretty ridiculous mm. that he's called them this. Um, so what do we think about that? What do we think about him tearing into the no voters like that? Look, I think that it's been kind of misconstrued. Mm-hmm. The quote is not saying, well, at first the quote wasn't saying anything about the people. Yes. At first it was about the slogan. I think it was a bit silly of him to then tear into the people a bit. It links it. Links it. Exactly. Because yeah. then that gives the no campaign so much to work with to criticise him. Absolutely. And invalidate him and then further their you know, further their campaign, build on their campaign. And I think especially, like, of course, if this is an opinion you hold, sure. That's valid. Um, That that is valid. I think almost all opinions are valid, depending on the opinion you have. Um, (laughs) But um, we won't go any more into that. But um, I'm not specifically talking about the referendum there. I'm talking about in general. But um, he is a very experienced, very... He, he is a media veteran, basically. Yeah, he is. He should have known that saying that... Was going to result in the result that it did. Exactly, which is him copping a lot of flack yeah. over it. Um, and I think sort of performing that in a public setting like that mm. is not the greatest idea. And like it, do- I don't think it really matters whether you're talking about the slogan or the people because sort of they are sort of linked, I guess. Yeah. Because um, well, it's... it's linked to the campaign, the people linked to the campaign, and I feel like it just reflects poorly on him. And also, I think it because re- he is of course supporting the yes campaign in this. Mm-hmm. It also reflects badly on his campaign. I yeah, feel like it it's um, a slightly different situation, but sort of similar mm-hmm. to what happened to Marsha Langton a couple of weeks ago. Um, which is where she was speaking also at a rally or actually I think it was more like a town hall sort of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And she, I'm just trying to find the exact quote as what she, like the full quote that she said, but I am not finding it in this article. Anyway, she said something about the no campaign being racist and stupid. And so that was then immediately taken by Peter Dutton And, you know, like it was on his Instagram as a tile yeah, saying that Marsha Langton is calling no voters, you know, irresponsible and racist and stupid. Um, Whereas she's saying she's been taken out of context, which I think it's irresponsible of the media outlets that are kind of pushing that narrative forward. Oh, absolutely. Because, you know... I have never been to journalism school and I know that you can't take people out of context. That's not a nice thing to do. You can't take people out of context, but also I think it is, this is a very cutthroat referendum. It is so bad. Especially in the last couple months, it has been cutthroat. Um, So I think like, of course it's not great to take people out of context, but also I think some people, like, but also, also you need to sort of be making your statements expecting that that might happen, Mm. which is unfortunate because it's extremely unethical. Yeah. But still, so like, and then of course that's what gets reported in the headlines. That's what people know. That's what people find out. 
and then it kind of reflects poorly on you, which of course isn't their fault. I feel, but I feel like it's something at this point in time in the referendum you sort of have to go in expecting a little bit. Yeah, because the dialogue has become so toxic. Absolutely. It's um, just... So yeah, there's been quite a few responses to this. Peter Dutton responded actually, speaking about Peter Dutton. He responded to Ray Martin's uh, sort of um, comments and he said it was, an, quote, an arrogant slap in the face, end quote, to the millions of Australians who will not be voting yes. Ah, sorry, I've just Ooh, found yes. Marsha Langton's actual quote, yes, which okay. was referring to Advance and Fair Australia, which are both lobby groups for the No campaign. Mm. So she said... Every time the no case raises one of their arguments, if you start pulling it apart, you get down to base racism. I'm sorry to say it, but that's where it lands, or just sheer stupidity. Mm-hmm. So she's not saying that the people who are voting no are stupid. Yeah. She's not saying that the people who are voting no are racist. She's saying that the arguments that those lobby groups are using are. So yes. she's been taken out of context and then... That's been pushed, and it's like everywhere. she is now calling no voters racists yeah. and such and such and such. Totally misconstrued. Yeah, but um. So anyway, back to Ray Martin. Yes. He had an interview on a current affair last night mm-hmm. with Ali Langdon, where he then stood by his comments, especially calling people dinosaurs and such and such. Um. He he stood behind it. He didn't back down. And basically, his whole argument came down to if you can't be bothered to learn about the referendum and the question and that, then you are those things. Mm. Which I wouldn't use those words. Yeah. But as I said, it is something that everyone should be getting informed about. Yeah. That is why the AEC sent out a huge booklet to everybody. Well, not a huge booklet. I'm over-exaggerating there. But they sent out a a comprehensive booklet. booklet. Yeah. Yeah. And um, Briggs just posted a video. Did you watch it? No. What oh, is this? Okay. So Briggs is a rapper. Um, he's <gasps> a First Nations person. I think I ha- I've heard of this. And I think. it's a video with him and these two. I mean, the actors. There's two white girls, and they're sitting at a table, and he asks them about the voice, and they sort of say, "Oh, it's so complicated. It's so hard. Like, oh, I think." You know, this is obviously, this is a yes campaign video. So it's definitely construed a certain way. But they say it's so hard. I don't want to patronise Indigenous people. Hmm. Like, you know, they just kind of go on and on. Yeah. And he's like, have you actually Googled it? And they're like, oh, "Oh, I've just been so busy. And so he's like, okay, let me look at the last thing you Googled. And it's Uh. like, oh, did the person from Love Island break up? (laughs) And, um... (laughs) And so he Googles it for them. He's like, the voice referendum, and gives them the first website and that's that smart. comes up. And it's like, you know, it's a yes website because that's what the ad's for. Yeah. But the point is, it's easy to learn about this. Yeah. And again, a, a point that Ali Langdon, who was interviewing Raymond yesterday, she said that the world is busy. And like, I get that it is busy, but also we've been talking about this since the start of the year. Last year. Last Middle year. Of last year when it's, Albo was elected. This has been a huge thing. And then the question was released in March. Yeah. So it's like, I, I understand that life is busy. There are, of course, for a lot of people, there are bigger issues, cost of living, so many other things that happen in people's lives. But this is this is a referendum. Yeah. This is really important to get informed on. Ah. It, 
I'm just reading the Weekly Beast, the Guardian's media sort of. Um, like Media Watch, but the Guardian. Yeah. Okay. Amanda Mead writes it. Um. Anyway, it's about Ray Martin, which is why I'm looking at. Oh right. But okay. It, the next story is that um Seven's bringing back the or Seven's having a voice final pitch sort of panel thing on Sunday. Like a debate. Yeah, a debate. Yeah. Okay. So, Ray Martin. I didn't know he discovered that his great great grandmother was a Camilla Roy woman. So, oh wow. Yeah. Um, and so him and Malandiri McCarthy, who's a Labor senator, will argue the yes case against Lydia Thorpe and Jacinta Price, who are the no case. When are they doing that? I believe it is Sunday. This coming PM. Sunday? I think so, but I huh. will just check. Lydia Thorpe was going to be on RMIT's voice panel discussion. Um, it's a shame she's not going to be on there anymore, because I thought she would have been a really great get for RMIT. Yeah. Um, because that would have been huge. That is Referendum Eve on Channel 31, by the way. And of course, we share the building with RMIT. We do. Um, just thought I'd chuck that out there. I also, my, me and some friends in my class also contributed a package to that. So you should so watch it on Channel 31 oh, for that. that. Um, oh, actually, no, you did tell me that. So, so yeah. And I got to say, it's pretty good. So <laughs> get around it. Yeah, I think it is on Sunday. This Sunday. I'll have to watch that because that actually sounds... Quite interesting. Yeah. Is Ray um, Martin the right person to be doing that now, though, after no, exactly. he's done this? Well, I guess, like, he's advocating for the Yes campaign, so it's very clear what he's doing. Yes, very much But so. is he is he the right person after all of this controversy? Because a lot of people are saying that he did sort of tarnish the Yes campaign a little bit. But, like, he's against Jacinta Price and Lydia Thorpe, who have kind of done the same thing to the, the campaign. Okay, no, that's a good point. I don't think there's anyone who's been public in this debate who's going to come out yeah. looking squeaky clean. That, that's true. And there's no one that's been listening to this debate that's going to come out squeaky clean either. Exactly. That'll be something to watch on Sunday. I didn't know that was actually happening. Me neither. So, guys, the only time you're allowed to switch off Sin on Sunday is, is, to, is to watch that. Um, and you know what I really feel like right now? Uh, donating to Sin? I really feel like donating to Sin at givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. So get on to that while we listen to a song, maybe. Yes, I think so. What should, what, what should um, we listen I've to? I've actually found our promo. Okay, now can we play that before the song? You better believe it. Because so here we go. we've talked about it now. Yeah. Hi, we're Bridie and Freddie from Represent. Airing Tuesdays, 5pm on Sin. We talk politics every single week. We have the biggest stories and we have the hottest takes. Ooh, spicy. And we interview political changemakers about the things that matter most to young people. If you're interested in it, we're probably talking about it. So make sure to tune in Tuesdays 5pm or anytime on your preferred podcast platform. And join us while we... Stay stay political. So there you go. That's great. That's it's great. It's so good. That was so fun to do. We have to make a new one now, though, because it's we're do on we? Fridays as well now. True, yeah. Well, only for like a few weeks, potentially longer, hopefully. Well, hopefully we'll be for more than six weeks because hopefully yeah. everyone who's listening will donate to Sin. And we will actually be on the air in six weeks. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, ideally, in any time slot would be great if we're still on the air. But um, hopefully... Every. But I feel like represent, you know, represent on a Tuesday, represent on a Friday, represent every day. Represent every day. Represent every day. If, if Sin goes under, we will take the broadcast license. We will buy the studios. We will buy the studios and we will launch Represent we FM. We will learn how to... <laughs> 
It is a 24-hour, seven-day-a-week represent stream. It's us and my one friend who doesn't do represent but likes to talk to me about politics. Well, there we go. We've got So, Jake, if you're listening, um, send me a message. There we go. Get involved in represent FM. All right, but let's listen to a song. This is Silent Assassin by Takei Mad... Maidza? Oh, God, I don't know how to say that. I think it's Maidza. Okay, thanks. I'll um, double-check, though. Yeah, you're on Represent. We've got more coming up, so stay with us. Sin acknowledges and pays respect to the owners of the land on which the Sin HQ and studios stand, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. Sin also acknowledges and pays respect to the elders and traditional owners of the lands our content reaches, as well as the radio stations we broadcast from across the country. Turn up your radio. This is Sin. Fall into my arms, I 
far gone, I don't care for your hurt. I had you bluffing and stressing, you had to cut ties with that, so I told you what that I ain't trip, I just had to admit that I'm moving like Lori, had to get you back, now it's lit. What? Drip for the bag, I like yeah. them real bad, bad boys like Diddy. I am the source, I am the fire, I had him losing his mind. I did. This game is so fun, no feelings involved, next time don't try me, it's quiet. Bad. I've never been with a bad, he in this habit, look, I was just born to be a savage. I ain't coming back without taxing, baby, what happened? He just wanna fall into my Hi, we're Bridie and Freddie from Represent. Airing Tuesdays, 5pm on Sin. We talk politics every single week. We have the biggest stories and we have the hottest takes. Ooh, spicy. And we interview political changemakers about the things that matter most to young people. If you're interested in it, we're probably talking about it. So make sure to tune in Tuesdays, 5pm or anytime on your preferred podcast platform. And join us while we... Stay Stay political. political! To represent, we do stay political on we here. We are so political. In case you're just joining us, we are Sins. Uh, well, now twice weekly political discussion show. I'm Freddie. Bridie's the other person here. We also have <laughs> Naya sometimes. Um, um, yeah, most of the time well, we have Naya. Well, not lately. But, yeah, you know, she's just gotten back from her. Canada, and she's gotten back to some trains that don't like her very much. Yeah, unfortunately. But um, yeah, Weston's weekly political show. We interview politicians. We interview young people involved in politics. We get around it, and we help you sort of just digest the whole world of politics a little bit better because it is really messy. It is insane. It's extremely messy. So if you are interested in our show, we're Tuesdays 5 p.m., and then also for at least the next few weeks, we're Fridays at 3 as well. Yeah, for two hours on Fridays. For two hours on Fridays. unusual for us, but exciting. Tuesdays, we're one hour, and... If you want to keep hearing us beyond six weeks' time, <laughs> you can donate to Sin because we are in a bit of a financial crisis at the moment, the Sin financial crisis. Yeah, it's like the GFC, but it's more important. Exactly. It's the the SFC, Sin financial crisis. It's givenow.com.au forward slash save sin, Lord Fash, save sin, that's S-Y-N for sin, so givenow.com.au forward slash save sin, and hopefully we will still be on your radios, staying political, beyond uh, six weeks' time, when would that be? Um... One, two, Uh. three, four, (laughs) hang on, I'm counting five, beyond November 17th. Yes. Hopefully. Hopefully. Um, but we can't do it without your support. And of course, we're more, there's heaps of people on Sin. It's more than just Bridie and I. Unfortunately. But yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> we can't be on here 24-7. That we've tried and they've kicked us out many times. But um, <laughs> um, there's heaps of shows about music. There's um, yeah, music, culture, sports. Um, there's heaps. There's a, and it's mainly just young people talking about what they're interested in and what other young people are interested in. So it's really important to get behind. And, of course, we do produce a lot of talent out of scene that go yep. on to become very popular. I don't know if you've heard of them. You might not have. They're kind of underground. Hamish and Andy? Yep. They got their start on sin. Um, <laughs> yes. The, the underground comedic duo Hamish and Andy. Yep. Um, Low-key. 
as I just found out, Tim McDonald from The Cheap Seats. Yes. I'm still flawed by that. I believe Zan Rowe. Zan Rowe. I think. Yeah. I'm um, not sure if she just likes it, though. She might just be a fan. <laughs> Zan Rowe. She might just be a Sin Stan. Sin yeah. Stan? Sin fan. Um, so we produce a lot of important talent, and we also we train them. Mm-hmm. They find their home here at Sin. Yeah. And if Sin shuts shuts down, they're going to be homeless. So, not actually. We'll, be, we'll just be talking on the street. We'll be sitting out the front of RMIT. Yeah. And you will hear Freddie and me being like, so what do you think about Donald Trump? What do you think about Donald Trump and state political? <laughs> yeah, what, what do you think about the voice? Oh, the voice. The voice. We haven't talked about that enough this year. So, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Um, yeah, but we, we can't do that without your support at the moment. So please do get around it. It would mean a lot to Bridie and I, as well as the 300 volunteers here at Sin who yeah. create some incredible content. Freddie won't be crying all week next week if you donate some cash to us. Exactly. So it's givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. If you want to get behind it, and we appreciate every single person who does. We've been reading everyone who has donated in the past hour. Th- their names have been called out on the radio, and you get a nice little ego boost from that. Yes, so I think you, you should definitely get around it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, we're the politics show, so we're going so, to discuss politics yeah, now. Yeah, about politics, we're actually going to go overseas. We're going to go Ooh. to America. Since too poor to afford a plane ticket, how are we doing that? Well, um, we're just going there in our imaginations. <laughs> okay. But Gotta if, get into it. if you think that Sin should be able to fund a trip <laughs> to America, donate at givenow.com.au forward slash save Sin. We might have to think a bit smaller for the time being, just but we'll get there one day. We will get there one maybe day. Maybe they'll pay our Mikey fare to go up to Parliament. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. No, like, you have to Parliament walk. Just Parliament on Spring Street. <laughs> yeah. Which is, um, how many blocks would that be? Four? Blocks? Yeah, I think it is four. Four blocks from here. We are based in the city. We broadcast all around Melbourne and Geelong. We do have shows that come regionally. I found That's that out true. recently. Yeah, from do. um yeah, regional Victoria and regional New South Wales and Queensland as well. We have a few really? shows out of there, yeah. I didn't know which that. is which is so crazy. It's actually only three blocks to Parliament. Three blocks. Oh, sorry. But they're like longer blocks because it's upwards. Sorry guys, I misinformed you. Yeah, I would like to you? I would like to apologize. The city of Melbourne's gonna sue you now. Oh no. <laughs> we can't afford that. <laughs> I can't afford that. Sin can't afford that. Yeah. Sin can't so, afford aircon. Speaking of people who no, this is uh, not that's not the Oh, you were close. Speaking of people who can afford things, they got yes. some information they shouldn't have. That is very true. Righty, what did they get? So, America, the land of crazy political stories, <laughs> it strikes again. The, the land of crazy. Yeah, actually, yeah, I should have just stopped yeah. that there. Um, so, Donald Trump, our favourite subject of uh, discussion in this show. I've just made that up. Po- like, international discussion, I feel like. Do you reckon, though? I reckon there are We have people. had some pretty... We did have a great time when he had all those documents in the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've just had a good idea for an Instagram post, actually. How, how do you feel about editing photos? I feel okay about editing photos. Okay. I can do it. Can you find... I will write this down while I speak um, so that <laughs> we can actually get through our segments because, you know, we've only got 40 minutes left. That's crazy. I think we should keep going. But if you miss us, you can tune in again tomorrow 
Sin's doing a 24 p.m. Sin is doing a 24-hour broadcast, which is planned by the amazing people who EP The Hoist, I believe, which is our weekly, oh, sorry, our week daily music show at 6 p.m. <laughs> week week daily. daily, is that a thing? At 6 p.m. We're going from 10 a.m. tomorrow to 10 a.m. Sunday, and there is going to be a Sinner on the air 24 hours, mm-hmm. not it's just one. We're going to be rotating. Ever. Longest marathon broadcast. It's going to be entirely under 25s hosting as well, so get around it. It's going to be great. We're going to be on for two hours, so get excited. Yes, do get excited. So, Donald Trump, he has apparently, according to ABC, which is the American ABC, which is not affiliated with our ABC, That's our beloved. Fun fact, American ABC... Do you know who it's owned by? Rupert Murdoch. Disney. Really? Yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> I thought Rupert Murdoch was quite a good guess. <laughs> you were close. Rupert Murdoch owns Fox, though, obviously, yes. which is also a broadcast network in America. Thank but anyway. You. Thank you for that, Freddie. <laughs> You're welcome. If you want more fun facts, <laughs> donate, please. Or tweet us, at represent or <laughs> threads, or Instagram. Yeah. Um. So... Trump, he's uh, allegedly discussed potentially sensitive details of the nuclear submarine program in America with um, Australian billionaire who has been identified as Anthony Pratt, the owner of Vizzy, who you know, like Vizzy. the recycling company. Oh, right. Which is, I believe, the world's biggest packaging company. I just read that. Um, huh. What would what would he want with nuclear submarines? One of the world's largest packaging companies. Um, right. Well, I don't know. I, it might have just been like a gossip chat. Just, just, a, just a cheeky yarn. Exactly. Interesting. And, um, of course, Australia as a country does have a bit of a vested interest in this nuclear submarine program because exactly. AUKUS. Don't well, know if you've I'm heard of it. I'm not 100% sure that um, this is like the exact submarines that we're using in AUKUS because the shadow foreign minister, why is it the Okay, Simon Birmingham says that Trump wouldn't have been aware of the discussions that were taking place behind the scenes with the AUKUS deal because this conversation actually happened before that was announced because AUKUS was struck with the Biden administration. But I'm not an expert on nuclear submarines, obviously, but I'd imagine, I don't know how much, do we know how much information Trump would have given well, this... we know what he's actually told um, oh, okay. Anthony Pratt. What, what is that? So he has said, um, told Pratt the number of nuclear warheads on the submarines and how close that they could get to a Russian submarine without being detected. And then according to ABC, Pratt then shared the information with at least 45 people, including journalists, employees, at least 10 Australian officials and three former prime ministers. Now, what I want to know is which prime ministers that was. <laughs> Who do you call up and go, hey, submarine? Hey. Who do you reckon? If you were calling three prime ministers, who would you call? Ooh. Former prime ministers. Four, three former you, prime this ministers. This could just about... be for anything. This doesn't have to be for submarines. Like, oh, well, you're telling them about what you had for lunch. What are, oh, wow. Who would okay. you call and tell what you had for lunch? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like Kevin Rudd would be a good chat. Agreed. I think Kevin Rudd would be a good chat, so that's one. Um, Bob Hawke. Yeah, I, I I'd go Bob Hawke. Okay. Um. Ooh, and he's unfortunately dead. But yeah, well, I, <laughs> if it was before he died. Okay. Bob Hawke. We're talking to ghosts. We're having a séance. Um. And oh, I need to find one other one. Hang on. What are your ones? Give me. Give me a second. Um. Okay. I think mine are. 
I would say Paul Keating. Good. I think that would be fun. Good, yes. Um, I would... I think I would do Malcolm Turnbull because I'd like to know what he heads for lunch. Oh, yeah. And I agree, Kevin Rudd would be a good chat, but I also think that Julia Gillard would be a good chat. Yeah, I'd probably pick my third as Julia Gillard as well, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> anyway. Who would you call up, any of the former prime ministers? Tweet us. <laughs> tweet us. Um, actually, I will tweet right now, which former prime minister would you call um, Freddie Talk while I type... Yes. Um, so nuclear submarines, look, I don't know a whole lot about nuclear submarines in terms of the technicalities, but I'd imagine that like the information that, um, oh, I forgot, Anthony Pratt, I think yes. his name was, Anthony Pratt. I, I, had a, I had a bit of a brain, like, I was thinking like Andrew Pratt or Anthony Pratt, it's Anthony Pratt. Right, all, um, it sounds like a, um, Hemsworth, uh, Chris Pratt. Which makes me think of Hemsworth. That also they got look the same. It's a lot of mix up. I know. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'd imagine that what Anthony Pratt was told about the nuclear submarines would kind of be pretty transferable to what we're getting through AUKUS, because I yes. can't imagine there are that many nuclear submarines that America is building, like different models. Mm. So I think. So what I'd love to know is why, because what does a recycling packaging billionaire have to do with submarines? What would he? Ha- what would? What would he? Do we? Do we know what his interest might have been? Not really. Okay. So That's he's been interviewed about weird. it twice, I believe. Like right. the implication was by um, investigators, not by like the media. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, he told investigators he wasn't sure if the information was accurate. So you know that kind of says the trust level that he has in Trump is not super high. Well, would Trump know firm details? on it recently because he might from his term of presidency but technological advances in this area do move quite fast exactly when they do move they do move quite fast and especially in the last few years yeah i feel like there's been a lot it's interesting because joe hockey who was the former um treasurer in under i think it was under malcolm turnbull no now i'm second guessing joe hockey joe hockey crack team of journalists you you keep talking brady i'm gonna find (laughs) Um, it i got this um, he's also a former ambassador to the US. He played down the significance of this conversation. He said that Australian submariners have been serving on US subs for years. Sorry, what was the first question again? What was he for which position? Which prime minister? Was he a treasurer for? Yeah. Uh, Tony Abbott and Malcolm Turnbull. There you go. I forgot about Tony Abbott. Yeah. And I don't think would... I'd ask him what he had for lunch. I he probably an onion. <laughs> Too soon. <laughs> Too soon. It was ages ago. I know. That's why it's funny. Um, Joe Hockey continued. Similarly, U.S. naval personnel have been on our ships. It's a fully integrated partnership. The combat system on the U.S. subs and Australian subs is a joint program. Similarly, we share weapons technology. If the conversation between Trump and Pratt is as reported, there has been nothing said that we all did not know. So that's a bit like. Hmm, Okay. For a for a weapon that is intended to protect our country, I don't really like I don't, I don't the idea of, of of just anyone knowing what its capabilities are. Yeah. Because it's like well one, I still what does he what interest does packaging recycling billionaire man have have yeah. in this? And also it's just scary because it's like, you know, Billionaires got got to their billionaire status by following the money. And I'm not saying anything about Anthony Pratt, but like that is very important information it is. to national security. Yeah, so, and so Trump yeah. is also, um, he's not on trial yet, but he's been in 
served with a case for classified documents. Like, uh, let me find the actual case, what it is. <laughs> um, it's just a classified documents trial for holding classified material at Mar-a-Lago after he left office. Um, and so that's the investigators that have interviewed um, Anthony Pratt for it. Right. Anyway, um, yeah, because he's on trial for this, this could mean that Anthony Pratt is called to testify, um, which might be an interesting outcome. Mm. And, of course, Trump has, um, you know, released a statement saying, oh, sorry, responded to uh, in inquiries from the media saying they're illegal leaks, they lacked proper context and relevant information, and that it's a baseless witch hunt, you know, kind of classic. Interesting. Classic Trump lines. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's really, he's got a message and he's sticking to it. Man needs to come up with some new material, I think, he because he says the that. same thing every time. It's a witch hunt. I'm being picked on. Like, where, where, where? Does he ever not complain? <laughs> like, no, that really? That's kind of his shtick. That's his whole shtick, and they eat it up. I'm sorry, but I'm not calling him to find out what he had for lunch because he'd probably complain about it. Yeah. It wasn't good enough. It's like, it, it wasn't good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get defamed by Trump. No, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, Trump. I'm, it's, a, it's a joke. It's a joke. We're kidding. Well, well, we know he doesn't take him very well, so. Whoa. I'm just, all I'm saying is he has he didn't go to any of his US correspondence dinners. Oh, didn't he? he oh, did yeah, not, I'd forgotten about that. He did not go to any of them. Yeah, and, of course, they are very famous for a comedian coming up and ripping on the current president for a little bit. Yeah. And he didn't go to any of them, but I'm pretty sure Obama went to all of his. I don't know, has Joe Biden been to any of his? Let's look it up. That's a, that's yes. actually something interesting. I, I like to imagine Joe, or maybe it's past his bedtime. He made remarks in April at the White House Correspondents' Dinner. Which would imply he was there? Yes, it would. Yeah. Um, I well, can, that's good. I can read them. I can, you can read well, this from... Well, thank you, Tam, for that <laughs> introduction, I think. Laughter. Let me start on a serious note. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. I like your Joe Biden voice. Yeah, thanks. Can you do it for the oh rest God, of the show? Oh, my God, it's a long... Um, it's a long speech. Yeah. yeah they're, they're like 20 minute... At 10.35 p.m. EDT. Hmm. Right. I thought man would be in bed he by then. He finished by saying, I'm going to be fine with your jokes, but I'm not sure about Dark Brandon, and then put on sunnies. <laughs> I, I, my favourite Joe Biden moment was when he played Despacito at that one rally. Have you not? Yeah, okay, I yeah. that. Good. That's my favourite. And he thought he was so proud of himself that I'm pretty sure someone had to tell him that it wasn't working. Oh, that's actually devastating. <laughs> I, no, I, 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 it, was, it was a good moment. That's my favourite Joe Biden moment. But yeah, so what could this nuclear information mean? What what like what are the concerns around this national security? Yeah, basically national security. Yeah. Um and it's kind of it's just like this is not not what should be happening, you know. Like this information whether, should not just be freely out there. Exactly, whether it was, you know, him trying to sort of get back at Biden mm. or something whatever their motivation was. Nuclear submarines, nuclear materials, that is sensitive information. That is national security sort of thing. Oh, absolutely. No, it is. So, yeah, no, not a fan of that. Yeah. Poor poor effort, Trump. And do, do do we blame Anthony Pratt for this? Did he ask? Do we reckon he asked? I would be surprised. Because 
you know, what sort of conversation leads to, oh, hey, what do you know about nuclear subs? <laughs> like, you and I have never said that to each other and we talk about politics. Maybe they went to, like, Subway. But Anthony Pratt was like, damn. You know what else is a sub? Well, you know what else is a sub? I would, Damn, this sub would be so much better if it was nuclear. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then the subway employee I was like, what "You would say was like what?" Yeah, that, that's that's weird. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Shall we go to a song? I would love to hear a song. Are we going to play Yellow Submarine? Finally, is no. this? Oh. <laughs> Sorry, we're going to play Vicar and Linda, who I love. Mm. Um, heading in the right direction. Fun fact: This was a Renee Gaye song. And but, fun fact, um, then they did it. this playlist is created by our music directors. Yeah, and our music directors are volunteers and they give you this cracking playlist every week. So if you like any music that has ever been played on Sin in history, yeah. you should donate to givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. And S-Y-N. if you do want to listen to the playlist, it is on Spotify. It is. They update it every week. So just look up, I think, if you just look up Sin Media, the profile will come up. They have a lot of playlists from a lot of shows. Yeah. So have a look at that and you can thank us by donating. Yeah. Thank you, music um, directors. Yes, we love Sin. Donate to Sin because we want to survive and we want to hear more tunes like this one. <laughs> celebrate live music with the National Live Music Awards. The National Live Music Awards are happening Wednesday the 11th of October at Music Market Collingwood Yards in Nam, Melbourne and it's a sellout. To win tickets and to CineFM's giveaway via Instagram at SYN Media. The National Live Music Awards, a proud Sin partner. Welcome back to Represent. Welcome back. You're listening to Sin's flagship political discussion show, hosted we by Bridie and Freddie, and we and are sometimes one of the, Naya. Yeah, sometimes we're one of the only youth-led political discussion shows in the state. I would not be surprised if we were the only youth-led political yeah. discussion show in I just the don't state. Know, which is why I don't want to say. It, like, we might be. We pr- most likely are. But if you are another show, can you hit us up and let us know that we have competition, please? And will you please then donate to sin at givenow.com.au forward slash. Save scene. We should do like a collab with them. That'd be kind of funny. <laughs> a collab where we all share our credit card details and you know, and we donate. all donate to Sin with each other. Each other and yep. you know who donated to Sin just now? Who was that? Well, two people. As I was reading oh that, another God. person donated. Thank you very much to Campbell. I'm so sorry if I butcher this name. Campbell Revy. 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 I'm so sorry, Campbell. But thank you very much, and thank you very. Oh. Good to see Anonymous in the room <laughs> donating 20 bucks. Thank you so much, Anonymous, and thank you so much, Campbell. And if you want to be an absolute gem of a human being, like Campbell, who donated when 50 bucks. When ever called someone a gem, by the way? When you donate to givenow.com.au okay, forward slash save sin, keep our station on the air, please. Keep 12 to 25-year-olds on mm-hmm. the air. Yeah. Because they make some incredible content. And... To be honest, our playlist, so much better than Nova's. Whoa, big call. But big yeah, call. And that's thanks to our amazing music directors who yeah. create some of the greatest playlists I've ever heard in my life. Thank you, Sarah and Tom. You guys are great. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, but you know what? There is one person who I would forgive for not donating. Really? Yeah, because they did just lose their job. 
Oh, that's devastating. Yeah, so look, Kevin McCarthy, you're off the hook for the moment. For today. For today. But as soon as you find a job, we want some money. So, yeah. Now, a lot of you, I'm sure... Sorry, Ooh. I've just seen a tweet from Matt Bark, our friend of the show. Oh, friend of the show. Who, um... Bestie of the show, actually. Said, because of the important role Sin plays in our media landscape, I committed to double the station's meagre funding before the last election. Labor refused to match that commitment. It would be an awful outcome for young Victorians if Sin had to close its doors. So wow, okay. It's confirmed. Politicians love sin. Politici- every politician loves sin from both sides of the political spectrum, mm-hmm. from every side. So, yeah, thank you for the support. A lot of politicians have come out to show their support for us, and we greatly appreciate that. So thank you so much. And we're hopefully going to be chatting to some in the next few weeks, fingers crossed. Um, so thank you, Matt Bach, for the kind words. Um, but, yeah, so... Again, givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. Yeah. Save sin. Um, and yeah, we've had Matt Buck on a few times and he's always been lovely to chat to. Yes. So Matt, if you want to come back on, like you should so like hit us up. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway, yeah, Kevin McCarthy, because we were in America before um, with the nuclear submarine story that Brady talked about just before the song. And I thought like, you know what, since we already spent so much of Sin's tiny slim little wallet, uh, on the plane ticket to America, we might as well stay there. I'm so sorry. I keep making fun of Sin's finances. I know you really do. But, um, but I'm not wrong, am I? (laughs) But, um, but (laughs) Brady is not commenting on that. Yeah. My lips are sealed. Um, but yeah, it's, it's dire. But anyway, um, I thought we might as well get some good use out of that plane ticket and stay in America for a bit longer because the US has just seen uh, them oust... Oust? Is that, Ousted? Is that how you say it? Yeah. They have just ousted a Speaker of the House, and this is the first time in history Oust they the have... Speaker of the House. They have oust the Speaker! What? <laughs> <laughs> I hate um, us. Sometimes yeah, no, I really hate us. Maybe we should go off air. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, no, please don't let us do it. Um, yeah, why is it actually kind of going down? Um, no, it's not. But um, they have just ousted their first speaker in U.S. history. Not the first speaker in U.S. history. For the first time in U.S. history, they've just ousted a speaker, which is crazy because this has never happened before in American history. Yes. So it's a very big story. Kevin McCarthy is the name, and he'll now be looking for a new job. Um, he just got ousted. Poor Kev. Poor, poor Kevy. But... Um, he just, he just got ousted after his own Republican Party turned against him after he narrowly avoided a government shutdown by crossing the floor. See, I think it's interesting because every time that there is leading up to a government shutdown, it's crisis. It's like, oh, my God, what are we going to do? This is terrible. Like, yeah. how could the government possibly do this? And then as soon as someone crosses the floor to end a government shutdown, everyone goes and turns the tables. And they're like, oh, my God, how dare you, you traitor. Well, I feel like the last... Wasn't the last government shutdown? I feel like the last few ones have resulted in last-minute deals, right? Yes. This one was not reaching a last-minute deal. It was... So, like, because eventually they they all compromise in the end, right? Yes, and they said, like, oh... Yeah, but this wasn't a compromise, this was yeah. Kevin and some mo- what are being described as moderate Republicans crossing the floor to the Democrats and passing the late night bipartisan bill, which avoided the government shutdown. So he's sort of being seen as a bit of a traitor 
which is a bit interesting. Um, no one said, I'm not quoting anyone there, but that is the general consensus of what all of the different Republicans have kind of been saying after yeah. they've ousted the Speaker. So basically, Kevin McCarthy, the, the Democrats have always kind of wanted him out, yes. which is interesting. They've been gunning for him out. And the Republicans, of course, were holding on to him because you want a Republican Speaker in the House. But then after he crossed the floor, the Republicans were like, nope, we need him out of here. Interesting. So it's very interesting. This is the first time in US history this has ever happened. And the House will now need to elect a new Speaker, but there's no clear alternative on who this might be or who the, who would actually have the support to reach this because the House has been extremely divided. Right. It is also... There is like... It, it is... The Democrats have one of the... Oh, sorry. The Republicans have quite a narrow majority in the House as well. The Republicans hold 221 seats while the Democrats only hold 212 so right. it is a really yeah. narrow it's speaker. Quite thin. It's a really like really trainer. Yeah, really narrow majority. So you basically would want your entire party mm. to go and support you. And of course, this is all in the context of the lead up to the next election, which, you know, is more than a year away, but we're kind of coming soon. Like it's the, it's getting we're there. getting towards primaries mm. and then we'll be getting towards no, sorry, that's not right. We're getting towards like candidate selection and then we'll be getting towards primaries mm. and then we'll be at the election. I mean, there's a long way to go. There's a long way to go, but you still need a speaker in the house for that time. Yes. And now McCarthy's gone. The seat is vacant. Mm. So yeah, but he did narrowly avoid a government shutdown because there was, um, it was coming up to the point where they needed to pass uh, an annual government spending bill. I just needed to find the right name. Yeah. Um, if, so it's interesting yes. because Kevin McCarthy had said in the lead up to this shutdown um, that he wasn't going to accept his salary. He wasn't going to be paid if there was a shutdown. Yes. Um, and there, were, I watched a press conference from the White House and the press secretary... Global politics nerd. name I believe is... Karine Jean-Pierre, but um, that might be wrong, sorry, um, said that's not something he can do. In the Constitution, politicians get paid in a shutdown. It's the people who take out the trash, who clean it's, the place. It's the government workers. It's the workers that don't get paid. It's, it's the public servants, yeah, which are exactly. average people. Yeah. So while are. all of the politicians are sort of squabbling at each other, in the house, it is the actual working class people who suffer the consequences. Exactly, uh, what I would love to see, because of course I think over the past decade we have seen the Republican side get very devout to their cause. I think oh, yeah. it always has been like that, but it has really accelerated, right? Yeah, well, I think that's that's sort of where I was getting to with the yes. primaries and the um, because we've been seeing the debates between all the Republican candidates. I think there are about six. I've only heard of like three of them, to be honest. It's hmm. like. Trump and Mike Pence and uh, Nikki Haley and there's this Vivek Ra someone. I don't I know how you remember all these names of American politicians because I can Ramaswamy. barely remember all the Australian ones. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the anyway, they're all like arguing with each other all the time, and so the I feel like the rhetoric is just getting amped up and amped up, and it's just becoming more and more and more toxic between the sort of centrist, um, small L, no, not small L liberals. What is the phrase? The sort of centre-right people. Yeah. The traditional Republicans versus this far-right people. Yeah. These far-right people who are 
like Matt Gates, who's led this rebellion against Kevin McCarthy. Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. It's it's very interesting. U.S. politics is so messy. It's so we think messy. Australia gets messy, but U.S. Yeah. gets it's so much crazy. Bigger. No, absolutely. So there has kind of been a lot of things said about Kevin McCarthy after this happened. He said, let's start with him, he specifically said, doing the right thing isn't always easy, but it is necessary. He does not regret the actions leading up to his ousting. So he stands by it, even though he's kind of just lost the speaker role. Yeah. Which is interesting, which is interesting. Because I guess Very. it... What, I think this that reflects pretty well on him. I'm well, not yeah, gonna it depends lie. how he defines that's doing true. the right thing. But. That's true. Well, I don't know. I guess like I'm looking at it from the perspective of American people being able to keep their jobs. Yes. And keep true. getting paid. So very in that true. case, he did do the right thing. He kept the government. He kept uh, he kept a government shutdown from happening, mm. which I'd argue is definitely a good thing. Yeah. Um, especially considering the consequences. Um, but I guess like. That can also just be lip service, considering that's not he's already lost his job. So saying like, exactly. oh, it's I wish I didn't that. do now that. that. There's kind of no stakes on it. Exactly. But it also does take a lot of guts to cross the floor. It also mm. wasn't just him. It was a few other, um, it, there were a few other Republicans who also crossed the floor. I'm trying Actually, to find the names, but you might have better luck with it than I will. That's it. I'll get it. Um, um because you're probably better at finding the sources for these sort of things, because I'm, I'm not the American politics nerd that you are. Yeah. Um, Keep talking, and I will get there in a minute. So, yeah, but there's been a lot of uh, sort of talk about Kevin McCarthy from the Republican side. People are saying that he isn't trustworthy and he had to go. Um, so, yeah, which is very interesting. He said, um, right up to his ousting, if someone wants to make a motion against me, bring it. There has to be an adult in the room. He went out quite sort of boisterously, which was quite interesting. He, he, he went out flaming. He went out like he was ready to go. He was expecting it, which isn't surprising at all, considering it is very cutthroat in the House at the moment, considering mm-hmm. how much of a slim majority there is. Um, have you managed to find those names? Or? I'm almost there. Um, She's getting I think close. It's Yeah, it's the fiscal year. <laughs> uh, this is the summary. No, I don't want the test text. I want the actions. What I, what I do find so interesting is this seems to happen almost every year, where yeah, the annual does. government spending bill is just so contested. Yeah, and then it's just like usually they manage to resolve it like last minute. Like no one really has to cross the floor because the parties come to a debate to to a to a conclusion together. But I think. This one was quite messy. This one was extremely messy. Wasn't there one year kind of recently where the government actually did shut down for a little bit? Um, I think there might have been. I'm struggling to remember that, to be honest. I might have been dreaming about this, but I might dreaming. Um, Uh, Where? No, not there. Oh, um, 2018 to 2019. Right. December 2018 to January 2019, there was a 35-day shutdown. Right. Because the Democrats refused to support a new continuing resolution in the Senate that included approximately $5 billion for Trump's border wall. Right. Which is interesting. And the longest right. shutdown is 1995 to 1996, where they had a 21-day shutdown, which is crazy. 
Yeah, um, that's a long time for people to not be paid. Yeah, well, in the 35-day shutdown, 2018 to 2019, it led to 380,000 uh, federal workers being furloughed and an additional 420,000 workers were required to work, but they wouldn't know when they were getting paid. Yeah, so that's like, I believe it's TSA people. Yes, yes. Um, yeah. And the FBI faced major disruptions to some of its investigations, and the Internal Revenue Service f- faced delays in processing around $140 billion worth of tax refunds. So there is a lot of consequences that come with a government shutdown. There are, yeah. So obviously, it's good that that was avoided. <laughs> Thank yep. God. And Kevin McCarthy is now, I believe he's the third shortest serving speaker. Oh, really? I, I didn't realise that. Yeah, he is now the third shortest serving speaker, and he also gets the title of being the only speaker to ever be removed from the role. Really? Oh, I didn't realise that. Congrats. Um, yeah, his tenure was the third shortest for a speaker of the House in United States history. Wow. Okay. I found it. Okay. Took but real a while, quick, but I'm there. Real quick, can I say? Yes. Theodore Pomery, he served one day. Did he die? He, I'm trying to find out, but you read the names while I figure this out. Do you want the yays or the nays? Um, who crossed the floor? Okay. Or who crossed there the floor? There were 126 Republicans that voted yay. Okay. I love how they vote yay and nay. I know. We it's, do that here too. It's it, Do we? Yeah. It's so funny. So I'm trying to remember. I did a project on this one guy from, now I can't even remember what state he was from actually. Um, McCarthy voted yay. Um, <coughs> Adam Kinzinger, that was it. Adam Kinzinger. I want to see how he voted because he's... Uh, someone that in... Oh, actually, I think he must have retired. Or maybe he voted nay. Let's see. Nay. Kinzino. No. He's quit, I think. Okay, I found Slide. out why this dude only served one day as speaker. Did he die? Uh, no, he didn't die. That, so I'm thinking of the president who served like a month and then caught pneumonia and died. No, yeah, I remember I remember that. I don't remember that, but I know no, I know yeah. about it. But um so basically the person who was the speaker before him was sworn into office as vice president, so they had to resign as the speaker, and oh. while they were figuring out the successor, they swore in Theodore Pomery oh, as sort okay. of an interim, interim and he dude. so once they fi- it was symbolic and then he retired the next day oh. once they figured it out. Ah, fair enough. Which is so funny. Imagine being like, yeah, I served a speaker for one day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you would just say, I served a speaker, and then that would be all you say. Oh, exactly. So. But yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been a jam-packed show. It's been a big show. Two How hours. do you feel about your two-hour show? I feel I actually like it, because I feel like we get... It's, it's a lot more chill. It is. Because look, you might not hear it on air because we're such good hosts. <laughs> But um, we are. We're pretty good. Yeah. But and um, if you think we're good, you should tell us by donating to at, Sin's um, fundraiser at givenow.com.au forward slash save sin. Exactly. Um, but we do we do sort of stress a little bit sometimes about actually getting through the topics. Yeah, we do. And we do have to cut some things last minute while we're talking. Mm. So it was really nice just to be able to like breathe a little bit more and also we got to listen to some music i know which is crazy because if you listen to our tuesday show sometimes we never get to do that no that's very true um but you know if you miss us you'll hear us again tomorrow at two o'clock yeah um we're doing special 24 hour fundraiser to help Mm -hmm. keep sin on the air 
yeah. 24 hours of sin talent. I can't think of anything else I'd want to be listening to across Saturday and Sunday. Exactly. So get around it. And then after that, you'll hear us on Tuesday at 5. Yeah. And you'll hear us every week. Tuesday at 5, Friday, 4 to 6. 3 to 5. 3. <laughs> Sorry, Friday, you said to four five. to six one time, and that's why it's in no, my head. No, Naya said that. <laughs> no, you said you literally said it. I did not. I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm gonna find. I'm gonna, gonna find fact it. Check this. Actually, anyway. you, okay. Maybe, now I'm doubting myself. Yeah. But um. As you should be. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and you can hear us anytime on the podcasting platforms. Exactly. Spotify, Apple. Um, if you listen to your podcast through Google Podcasts, that's like a thing. Apparently, you can you can or hear on us me, on there wherever. I only recently learned about this music service called Deezer. I don't know if they do podcasts, but um, if they do, it's a goofy name. And I'd I'd Maybe? listen to podcasts through Deezer if because of the goofy name. Okay, but um, but anyway. yeah, we're everywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah. So please donate to Sin because we want to be extra political. And uh, speaking of, remember to stay, stay political. political. Hi, we're Bridie and Freddie from Represent. Airing Tuesdays, 5pm on Sin. We talk politics every single week. We have the biggest stories and we have the hottest takes. Ooh, spicy. And we interview political changemakers about the things that matter most to young people. If you're interested in it, we're probably talking about it. So make sure to tune in Tuesdays, 5pm or anytime on your preferred podcast platform. And join us while we... Stay Stay political. political! You've been listening to a Sin Media Podcast, where young people run the show.